Hey everyone, welcome to the Voice of Social Sales. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites. A big thank you if you are a returning listener and subscriber. I appreciate you and thank you so much for returning. If this is your first time listening to the show, you're in the right place. If you want to learn all things real estate and social media, how to build a powerful personal and human brand, and generate leads through connection and community. Let's make sure that we're connected on the gram. I have a ton of free trainings on my IGTV channel and a free download from my book, What to post. You can grab that on my Instagram profile link. And of course, I always offer a free Instagram bio audit. All you have to do is follow me and send me a message that you're coming from the show and you'd love to have your audit. So excited that you're here. Let's get into the show. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea and I have taken quite a long break from podcasting and it has been amazing. I am here to tell you that if you are feeling overwhelmed or stressed out or you're just not feeling the energy that something used to give you, it is okay to take a break and walk away. And maybe you come back later, maybe you never come back. So if you've been waiting to hear permission from someone to self-care, to take a bit of a break, to walk away, take a pause, to put something down and to focus on whatever else you might want to focus on, I'm giving you permission. (laughs) You do not need anyone's permission to decide to take a break. So take care of yourself out there. And thank you all who reached out to me and said, hey, what's going on with the podcast? I am back. I took some time off. I had a couple of changes, some big changes. Um, One of them is I, you know, launched my own company, which was a pretty big update. And I think that's why I decided to take a break in the first place about six months ago. I was thinking about creating this new entity, and I'm really excited to be working with the real estate community, continue on with that, and the mortgage community, and uh, the title and escrow community. And I will be working on social media strategies and consulting and doing speaking and workshops. So reach out to me if you are interested in any of those. And today, we're going to kick off by talking about branding and questions around branding. Now, I am going to let you know I am not a branding expert. I do not see myself as that uh, in any way, shape, or form. I do believe that every single one of us has a personal brand, whether we know it or not, whether we want to or we don't. And lack of showing up is, is saying something about that brand, too. So I want to talk about this question that recently came up in one of my coaching sessions, and I thought it was really interesting, and I've noticed this is a pattern and it keeps coming up, so I wanted to talk about it. So let's first talk about what is brand. This is just my personal opinion. I think about brand in terms of three categories. The first category is algorithms, and the reason I'm putting that in there as part of your brand is because that is a very significant part of how your content, i.e. your brand, is meeting people in these social platforms, how it is getting served, where it's getting sorted. And we don't control the algorithms. We've got a ton of podcasts that you can listen to uh, in the past few years that I've done about algorithms. So that's important in my mind to take into consideration because we are working with platforms, one that we don't own. We're also working with algorithms that we don't know what the secret sauce is, etc. It's a computer system. It's data points. So we do need to look at that. And we need to also think about how can we give the computer system or the software the most uh, optimized data points as possible. The second thing I think about when it comes to brand is perception. And that perception really is on the side of the person who is consuming your content, whether they're listening to your podcast, they're watching your videos, they're looking at your TikToks, it's on the other side of the screen or the AirPod. And we also 
don't fully control that. We can influence it by using algorithms in a smart way and giving it those data points and being a proactive engager and commenting and by showing up in a consistent fashion so that there is a perception that we are are there, that we stay top of mind. Now, the last piece is the content piece. And that we do control. We control the format. We control the frequency that we post, what platforms we're posting it on. Now, we do not control the engagement on it. We don't control if somebody loves it or doesn't love it. But we do control the creation of that content. So I kind of put those three things together. It's algorithms plus perception plus content. And that kind of makes up our brand. And there's, you know, some other things that are in that mix of ingredients, too. So when it comes to content and branding, the question that I received um, and have been receiving lately is, I feel like I might have several different audiences to speak to, or I'm a little bit afraid to niche down into one area, or I'm more than just what I do for work. In my opinion, yes, niching down is, is helpful because it helps you narrow your focus, the idea of niching for me is finding exactly who you're going to be speaking to. Because if I'm going to be helping someone that is a seasoned investor who's been buying and flipping homes for many, many years, it's a different need, a different content, different conversation than I would be having with somebody who has never purchased a home before. Maybe they've been renting for 10 years and they're ready to make that first purchase. Very different content would be going to each one of those audiences. So that's the idea of of niching down. Now, as far as branding goes, when I think about my personal brand, I think of it in terms of um, social media education for real estate. That is definitely my brand. That's my superpower. And also my brand is I'm a mom and I'm a small dog owner, a rescue small dog owner. If you watch any of my content, you have seen both my kiddo and my fur babies in there. And I'm also, uh, you know, my, I think my brand is mom jokes, goofy mom jokes. I love a good mom joke, love a good dad joke, parent jokes in general. So I'm a little, I'm a little weird. I'm a little out there. I have a kooky sense of humor and high energy and I'm very filled with joy. So I think that those are pillars of my brand. So I'm not quite sure that, you know, having just one pillar or one aspect of your brand is necessary, or maybe it's not even something that I would recommend. I think that there can be multiple facets of your brand, which lends itself to multiple facets of your content. So I was talking with a friend of mine, Jerry Potter, who would definitely recommend his podcast is excellent. So definitely check out Jerry Potter's podcast um, and his videos on YouTube as well. And we were talking about creating content and sort of the mix of content, if you will. And I agree with that. I do a lot of educational content, a ton of it, but you have to remember I'm doing educational content about Instagram on Instagram. If there was some kind of real estate social media site and you were doing education about real estate on a real estate related social media site, then that makes more sense, right? If you're going to a real estate conference, then people are more interested in your real estate related content you might be teaching. So It's a little bit of an unfair advantage because I am teaching educational content about a platform that clearly, obviously, people are using and looking at and want to learn more about. So they're not necessarily coming to Instagram to look for real estate or title and escrow or mortgage. But we still need to establish you as the trusted authority. So I would suggest mixing in 
personal or human or relatable, engaging content, and then also educational content. You can determine that ratio of what feels right for you. For me right now, here's what I'm doing. I am doing daily Instagram stories because I love them. If you love something, do it. If you don't love something, you probably still have to do some of it, but you don't have to make it your focus. So I'm always doing Instagram stories because I love it. Um, And that's just something that doesn't even feel like work or social media content for me. It feels like I'm talking to my friends and my community and I love that for it. Um, I am also commenting and DMing every single day. I choose to also do that on the weekends. You do not have to, but that is what's most important to me is the relationships and the community building. Now, I uh, historically have been doing about one post a week, just really consistently. Sometimes I do two, sometimes I do three, but usually, you know, the average is one. And I spend a lot of time putting in quality to that. Typically, it's an educational post. What I'm going to be doing is switching it up a bit. I am going to be, my goal is to post one reel per week, one uh, carousel post that is educational, And one Instagram live that is also sort of like an interview slash educational. So the real for me is going to be the entertaining one. And um, I think mixing up sort of maybe educational posts, and then we're going to mix it in with something that's a little bit more relatable, more human. Uh, It really could be a picture, a selfie that you took at the local brewery or the local coffee shop that's in your neighborhood that you sell real estate in. And you're talking about being in your local community, but it still has you. Maybe you talk about your favorite uh, coffee drinks. Maybe you ask people, do you prefer coffee or tea? There's all sorts of different things that you can do that still place you in it and make it relatable. Um, And then, of course, questions, you know, help me decide A or B, which one do you like? And um, getting people involved in that conversation. So I think mixing it up is really good. And I also think that you can have multiple areas of your brands. Now, do I think it's a really good idea to say, oh, well, I do everything under the umbrella when it comes to real estate. I can help you buy, um, you know, I'm a specialist in foreclosures and I'm a specialist in luxury markets, but I also go here. And I think it is important to to figure out a lane or two to, to really focus on. But I want you to think about in terms of brand and how you're putting it together for 2022, what are the different aspects of you? Do you love golf? Do you love gaming? Do you love animals? Are you someone who loves true crime and watches Netflix like me? Are you a podcast aficionado? What are the things that make you you? And think about how can I expand some of my content to not just be educational. By the way, if you are getting questions via text, via email, uh, in person with your client, and you're getting that question more than one time, you should be making content about that question. You should be creating a library of content so that when somebody does come looking through your content, they're going to see that you have a brand. You're making a perception that you are an expert because you have multiple pieces of content about it. They hopefully are video, at least some of them, and they can hear your voice and see your face and grow that trust. So as far as branding goes, um, think of it in terms of what are a couple of pillars or facets about you. It doesn't always have to be about the industry. And how can you possibly work in some of those things into your industry? And then also remember that branding is part algorithm, part perception, and part content. 
So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can always find me. I'm just a DM away over on Instagram. Love to connect with you there. And thanks so much for caring and asking where the podcast has been. I so appreciate that. And thanks for giving me a jump start to get back into it. And again, if you need some permission to take off some time from doing whatever it is that you may or may not want to be doing, permission granted. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.